0: My name is Nvaw and this is my piece, As Above, So Below.
1: This podcast was recorded on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We acknowledge and pay our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and their elders past and present as the custodians of the world's oldest living culture. To celebrate the Wheeler Centre's spring fling, we asked six beloved Victorian writers to reflect on the theme above and beyond, considering what it means to look further, delve deeper, and ask big questions of ourselves and the world around us. The following is an audio recording from storyteller and educator on transgender liberation, Navor Zizen, reading their original essay for the project. This work was delivered in partnership with the Metro Tunnel Creative Program.
0: In the world of mushroom foraging, I find myself simultaneously in and out of place. Stepping on a tiny mushroom accidentally, I feel awkward and clumsy, like a mid-pubescent teenager at their first school disco. The guilt of possibly damaging the delicate mosses underfoot makes me want to retreat to the comfort of Netflix in bed, where I can do no harm. But then I remove my shoes, feel the damp earth between my toes. The warm autumnal sun shines down on my face, making me glad that I put sunscreen on despite the cool weather. I am not indestructible. Startled by kangaroos appearing out of nowhere, my heart races, and I feel alive. As I forage, I learn the importance of reciprocity, taking only what I need and leaving enough for others, be it human, slug, or millipede. There is a particular species of mushroom inside which I always find millipedes wrapped in the same position, like a curled-up cat at the end of a bed. I leave them be. They got there first. Returning home with a basket full of edible wild mushrooms, I feel blessed by the abundance of nature. Cooking breakfast for my housemates, the mushrooms sizzle in the pan, releasing their juices. I add butter, the really good kind, and wait till the garlic turns fragrant in my nostrils. Today's breakfast, Nuda, or wood Bluet, it, with its lavender hue, has a beautiful floral aroma and is one of my favorites. I didn't grow up with much of a connection to nature, opting for TV time over walks. My Ashkenazi Jewish ancestors are a diasporic people. We have learned to make homes wherever our heads lie. And yet, I could have rattled off Simpsons characters before I could tell you the names of any of the plants in my backyard. But as I explore fungi, I am beginning to feel more intrinsically connected to the world beyond my rental walls. Learning the call of the Karawongs, identifying edible weeds for my salads, I weave back together frayed tethers from decades of disconnection. Fungi teach us that we are all interdependent, write Michael Lim and Yun Shu. When we finally surrender our separateness, we realize that we are not outside of nature, But within it. My own informal study of fungi has gifted me humility and assurance, hesitation and confidence, an ability to dance in contradiction. With over six million species of fungi in the world, and over 98% of them remaining undefined, my perfectionism has not a single straw to grab onto. I must surrender myself to the mysteries that may never be able to be answered, to all of the things I may never know. Pottawatomie professor Robin Wall Kimmerer in her seminal 2013 book, Braiding Sweetgrass writes, in the Western tradition, there is a recognized hierarchy of beings with of course, the human being on top, the pinnacle of evolution, the darling of creation and the plants at the bottom. But in native ways of knowing, human people are often referred to as the younger brothers of creation. We say that humans have the least experience with how to live, and thus the most to learn. We must look to our teachers among the other species for guidance. Their wisdom is apparent in the way that they live. They teach us by example. They've been on the earth far longer than we have been, and have had time to figure things out. Fungi are our ancient teachers, one of the oldest life forms on the planet. Neither plant nor animal, fungi form a kingdom all of their own. In fact, they share more DNA with humans than with plants, offering explanation for why fungal infections can be so hard to treat. It can be difficult for medications to discern what is us and what is the fungi. As a non-binary person, I find kinship with fungi, a symbol of resistance to rigid binaries. Schizophilum commune, for instance, boasts over 28,000 sexes. And yet, as humans, we struggle to contemplate that there could be more than two. Within a colonial paradigm, we try to make sense of the Earth's mysteries through the creation of binaries. Man and woman, black and white, plant and animal, human and non-human, left and right, natural and unnatural, these dichotomies offering comfort amid the chaos of existence, some answers where we often find only questions. But in the process of creating binaries, we litter the cutting room floor with colours, genders, forms of expression, and the tethers that tie seemingly polar opposites toward each other, Sometimes these exist just above and beyond our focal points, such as the Earth's magnetic field guiding migratory animals or the moon's gravitational force causing tides. Beneath our feet are stretching mycelial networks, which act as a natural internet, facilitating communication and nutrient exchange among plants and trees. As above, so below. Patterns in this network mirror those found in the human-created internet, the galaxies in space, and the neural pathways of our brains. In a fascinating 2010 study, researchers from Hokkaido University used slime mold to map out one of the world's most efficient railway systems using oat flakes arranged in the configuration of each major urban hub and bright lights representing obstacles like mountains – slime molds are not big fans of light – the researchers observed as the slime mold dispersed evenly around the nutrient source. After about a day, this single-celled organism with no central nervous system had created the most efficient routes between the oats – displaying an uncanny and almost identical resemblance to Tokyo's existing rail network, one that had taken decades of civil engineering and urban planning to create. Despite our dazzling technological feats, we are forever intertwined with the ebb and flow of the natural world. Acknowledging this symbiotic relationship fosters a sense of stewardship and propels us toward a more sustainable future, and an opportunity to strengthen relationships with those who have been caretakers and custodians of this land for tens of thousands of years. In the grand tapestry of life, perhaps our true connections lie in embracing contradictions, mysteries, paradoxes, and anomalies. Let us find more comfort in confusion and recognize the threads that unite us all, be it the mycelial network, the railway system, or our complex relationships to gender. As we continue to weave our frayed tethers, may we revel in the beauty of not knowing all the answers. May we ask for help from non-human kin. May we listen to their answers, knowing that this is where the true magic of life unfolds.
1: You've been listening to Nevozizen, reading their original piece, As Above, So Below. It was recorded on Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung land. This work was commissioned by the Metro Tunnel Creative Program in partnership with the Wheeler Centre as part of Spring Fling, presented at venues across Melbourne from the 2nd to the 14th of October 2023 visual artist Enoki has created a series of vibrant, visually arresting illustrations in response to the original essays. You can view these artworks at the Town Hall station site at the corner of Swanson and Collins Street from the end of September 2023. Read the essays in full and discover more audio recordings from the project at wheelercentre.com.